The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's up, Rams fans? Welcome back to Ram Showcase. Tonight, the LA Rams live a hard knocks life. Who the heck will be returning kicks for the Rams this year? And later on, we've got Fan Quesos next on Ram Showcase. Welcome to Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio. What's going on, Rams fans? Welcome back to Ram Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. I'm your host, Joe Branham, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Bags laying down the law for you guys tonight. We're getting into some stuff. Hard knocks. We knew it was happening, but now it's more like more official, I guess. We're talking Rams kick returner situation. We're also talking outside linebackers. We're saving inside linebackers for next week. And then of course, fan quesos, which is now a segment that is sponsored by Shaw's Customs. If you guys haven't checked them out yet. Make sure you guys head over to Etsy.com slash shop slash Shaw's Customs, or you can search Shaw's Customs on Facebook. Let him know the sheriff sent you. You won't get a deal, but he'll get a kick out of it. And at least know that uh, my words are uh, are working and sending people to him, which is the important part. We're, we're enjoying this beautiful Saturday, though. We're talking about the L.A. Rams, of course. What else will we be talking about on Ram Showcase? We're going to start, though, uh, Hard Knocks. This is something we knew, and maybe maybe I'm a little bit confused, because this news, I guess, released, what was it, yesterday, I think? Maybe maybe a couple days ago, uh, that, that the Rams and Chargers are going to be a hard, hard knocks. I thought we all knew this. I thought that was talked about back in, like, April. I'm pretty sure. I, maybe, maybe, I, uh, maybe I'm having some deja vu or something, but uh, I'm pretty sure we already knew about this. I'm pretty sure I talked about it. I would have to go look uh, at some past episodes to see if that is true. But uh, yeah, Hard Knocks is going to be covering the Rams and the Chargers, two for one. Uh, first episode is going to be on August 11th. Uh, I'm actually really excited about this. Last time the Rams were on Hard Knocks was obviously the 2016 season, the first year back in L.A. Uh, Jared Goff, rookie quarterback, unfortunately had Jeff Fisher. Uh, but that one was a fun one because we not only saw Hard Knocks cover the Rams, but All or Nothing also covered the Rams, which is on Amazon. So we had HBO, Amazon, covered the Rams pretty extensively that season. We got to see the whole thing unfold with Hard Knocks and All or Nothing. We got to watch from the start of training camp all the way to the end of the season. So you see these position battles unfold. You see Goff not knowing where the sun rises and sets. And then you get to see... You know, Johnny Hecker cried to the team because Jeff Fisher had been fired and he went and we got to watch him tell the team that he had been fired. And it was actually one of the best parts of TV I've ever witnessed. And for so many reasons, first of all, we've we've never been able to see stuff like that. Hard Knocks and All or Nothing is bringing us inside to things that we've never seen. You know, Normally, we just we just see a tweet from, you know, Ian Rappaport or Adam, Adam Schefter saying, you know, hey, Rams fired Jeff Fisher. But now. We get to see stuff like that, which is cool. And obviously it's not a brand new thing because this happened in 2016 that we saw that. But it's so cool. But also the other reason was because Jeff Fisher had ruined our dreams for about five years. And it was just it was just really nice to uh, to know that that was over. For me, I, I know that the the players, they liked playing for Fisher. But for me. My dreams had been crushed for five straight years, and I was ready to move on. And, hey, it kind of worked out. Immediately kind of worked out. I mean, obviously, you know, 
Bones didn't do anything as the interim head coach. He lost all three of his games. But And then, of course, he just came back as a special teams coordinator. But then the Rams got McVay, and things were a lot, lot better. I don't think anybody would really argue with me about that. But, uh, yeah, hard knocks again this year. It's going to be pretty cool. Uh, one thing that's interesting to me is, uh, that I mean, they can just do two teams. They can just do the Rams and the Chargers because they're both in L.A., which is going to be interesting. And also, not only that, but we also get to see how our coaching staff, not only the fact that we have so many new coaches, but we also get to see how our coaching staff is handling the current pandemic and all the other stuff that's going on in the world right now. It's too many things to go into. There's a lot of things happening in the world right now, Uh, but we get to watch how our coaches are going to handle that. And I would watch no matter what team that was that they were covering because I'm interested. I'm curious to see how teams are handling this. If you guys haven't seen or heard Sean McVay's comments, he was kind of talking about uh, that, that we have to do social distancing but we play football and, you know, you get the, the the meeting rooms where everybody has to be a certain distance apart. But then you go out on the practice field where you can't do that. So his con- his comments have been kind of a they, they've been attacked, I guess, because people are like, what is he even saying? We know what he's saying. He's saying that we can't follow these rules if we're playing football. And he's not saying that we can't play football if these are the rules or if these are the rules, there's no football. He's just saying we can't do both. Like, we can't have the social distancing rules and also have full contact practices. That's not possible. So, of course, because this is the NFL, I'm pretty convinced that they're just going to be like, all right, we'll just practice. Like, as long as everybody's fine, just go practice. I'm pretty confident that that's what's going to happen, but... Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I'm already uh, uh, I'm already disappointed that we're getting we're getting comments from people saying that, you know, the NFL season is probably not going to happen or it's going to be delayed. First of all, it's June. Let's uh, we don't even know what next week's going to look like. So how about we stop ruining my September already? It's only June and you guys are already ruining my September and uh, I'm not down with it. All right. So, um, yeah, hard knocks, though. It's going to be really exciting this year. I'm super pumped to watch this one. Uh, not only is it is it Rams again, because uh, I love Hard Knocks. I love All or Nothing. I love all those uh, series uh, to, to get a deeper look into uh, how NFL teams work. I actually watch a lot of the other teams, uh, the, the YouTube channels like uh, the I think there's I want to say the Browns one is called Behind the Browns. That was actually really good. The production of that one is amazing. And I really like their GM. I really like their coach. So it's really just fun to watch. I'm obviously a huge Rams fan if you couldn't tell but I also really love football so after I'm done watching all the Rams ones I like to check out some of the other teams it's just cool it's fun to watch and I like to know what's going on in the world of the NFL uh not the rest of the world I don't really care about that as long as as long as I got my sports I'm good which is made this uh summer slash uh whatever we're spring kind of lame but you know what the Avs are now healthy, and hopefully the, the Kings will stop being their kryptonite. And, uh, well, Kings aren't making the playoffs anyway. What am I talking about? Shh. Kings suck. Uh, <laughs> go Avs. But let's go ahead and talk. Uh, there's a couple things that, that have happened this uh, pretty recently that uh, are, are bothering Rams fans. And this is one of the big ones that I've seen as far as something that's bothering Rams fans. ESPN put out some lists, and one of those lists that they did was the All-NFC West Team of the Decade. Cool list, obviously something that is a very June June NFL thing to do, especially now that we're in 2020, so we've gotten a whole decade now to look back on. The decade didn't start that cool for the Rams. I mean, I guess it kind of did. Drafting Sam Bradford, you can look back on that now and say that was a terrible call, but hey, his rookie season was not bad. The Rams went 7-9, almost made the playoffs. I'm still bitter at Charlie Whitehurst for winning that Week 17 game against the Rams. 16-6, I remember it extremely vividly. I was very upset. <laughs> I was a very sad guy. It just, uh, it just 18 years old, very sad. But now we're, uh, now we've got, a, you know, we've, a couple more playoff appearances and even a Super Bowl appearance, so I guess we're doing okay now. Uh, but this all NFC West team of the decade saw only four Rams players on it, and that's really bothering some Rams fans. 
So to give you that list, uh, Todd Gurley was on the list, but he was not the number one running back. Marshawn Lynch of the Seahawks was number one. Aaron Donald, Johnny Hecker, Roger Saffold. Roger Saffold also was listed as the right guard, which I, I mean, I, he did play in that spot, but I think he was more of a left guard based on his, uh, the number of games he played at left guard over right guard, but it doesn't matter. Uh, those are the four that made the uh, the all-decade team for the NFC West from the Rams. Uh, and, and I guess my issue with this is I just don't see any other players that could have made it, and especially when you're comparing them to to some of the other uh, the other players that have, that have made it. So I mean, you can try to say I I don't Goff is not over Wilson. I mean, it's not you can't do that. I mean, you can be biased about the Rams all you want, but you also have to have a little bit of you that's, that understands that Russell Wilson is a better quarterback than Jared Goff. You just have to understand that. I'm a big Goff guy. Everybody knows that. And Russell Wilson's blatantly a lot better. He's one of the better players in the NFL. So, I don't know. Uh, but my thing, like, I'm seeing Rams fans complain about this, and all I want, you feel free to drop a comment wherever you're listening to me, whether it's iHeartRadio, whether it's YouTube, whether it's Spreaker, whether it's iTunes, whatever, just drop me a comment somewhere, and tell me who do you think could have made it over some of these other guys. Some Rams players that you think should have made the All-Decade team, because that's the only thing I'm seeing, is I'm seeing complaints about there's only four Rams on the All-Decade team for the NFC West, but I'm also not seeing any names of people who should be on the list. I'm not seeing it. So, and I think some people are going a little too far back. You know, some people are saying, like, how did how did Steven Jackson not make it? He barely played this decade. <laughs> like, he was more of a, he was more before that, guys. So, you know. Let's talk about this. Uh, okay, so, first of all, first and foremost, I want to mention this, because... Uh, I, I put up a poll question on the Ram Showcase Twitter page. So, at Ram Showcase on Twitter, participate. Participation is uh, dope. But uh, the question is simple. Who do you think is going to win the LA Rams kicking battle? Sam Sloman, Austin McGinnis, or Liram Hiralahu? So, just make your vote. You can give me a reasoning if you want to, but I'm just more curious in the vote. I'm curious to see who do you guys think is going to win this battle. I think that battle is... I think all these guys are fine. Uh, I... D- after looking into some of these guys, I don't think Austin McGinnis is going to make it. Uh, I don't think he's going to be the guy. I really do think it's between uh, Sloman and Harilahu. So we'll see how that unfolds, but give me your vote. I'm not too concerned about it. Uh, the only thing that's going to happen here is whoever's most consistent is going to win. And I'm not on any of these guys' side, I guess. Uh, I'm not like... So I, I'm kind of rooting for Harilahu simply because of his name. <laughs> I like the, the difficult names, you know. Abukam, Tino Wismoa, Oshima Goatagwe, uh, Michael Humanawanui. I love it. I love that stuff. I love the, that little challenge of having to learn somebody's name. Because uh, if you guys have listened to me for the last few years, Okoronko is another one. Uh, I'm not that great at names. <laughs> but it's fun. It's fun to do. So I think that situation is going to kind of play itself out, and it's going to be totally fine. I'm not I'm not super worried about the kicking competition. Whoever wins it, Hey, go them, and that's that's who I'll be uh, supporting. So doesn't matter to me who wins. Uh, what I'm more concerned about, honestly, is who's going to be returning kicks for the Rams. This is going to be an interesting one. Uh, Simba Webster, he returned some kicks last year. Uh, he didn't have a huge sample size of kick returns or punt returns, but he also didn't necessarily do anything that makes me think that he absolutely deserves that role and he should just be penciled in already. Uh, I'm definitely open and awesome. Like, I'm cool with seeing the position battle just play itself out there. Uh, I like Webster, but if he doesn't get that role, I'm not going to be, like, super sad or anything like that. Whoever wins it, I just, I'm going to support them. That's, like, the, the, the baseline of my Rams fandom. Like, whoever it is, I just go them. I rooted for Mark Bulger for years. Come on. We all did. I mean... If we can do that, I don't see what the problem is. If we can, you know, sit through having Jeremetrius Butler and Travis Fisher as our uh, starting corners, like, we shouldn't be super sad if Troy Hill becomes the starter. You know what I mean? Like, that's... We're going to be fine. Some other names being mentioned. Uh, this is just some from articles that I've seen uh, from fans that I've seen in uh, Facebook groups. Not big into groups. 
by the way, stop adding me into them because I just always decline. <laughs> I'm all full up on Facebook groups. I'm all good. Uh, but some other names that I've seen mentioned, Daryl Henderson, Greg Dorch, and Josh Reynolds actually being, uh, being mentioned as well. Henderson, he might have a pretty heavy role on offense, so I'm not necessarily sure that he's going to be a good candidate for that role. Uh, Josh Reynolds also figures to be pretty heavily involved in the offense, so I don't see him being in that role either, but at the same time, who knows? I mean, we've seen Antonio Brown be the Steelers' punt returner before and also be their uh, uh, a top wide receiver, so it's definitely possible that that happens. Uh, but I, also, I just don't see a guy like Reynolds being in that role. Uh, new special teams coordinator, John uh, Bada Bonamigo. He he is. I looked at his history of the teams that he's coached at. Who was the kick returner? Who is the punt returner? Almost all these guys are five foot eight, five eight to five ten. Is is been his returner? So that's. I found that interesting. It was just something that kind of stuck out to me. I'm not saying that he only will have a guy if he's short or whatever. But one thing that I did find interesting, and I did. I had to. Uh, kind of go down a little bit of a rabbit hole on this one uh he bonamigo uses defensive backs and defensive players a little bit more as returners than we've seen in quite some time because bones fossil he was the the special teams coordinator of the rams since 2012 and i have it all laid out here uh only what is it 15 total punt or kick returns by defensive players the entire time that Bones was the special teams coordinator. So, uh, let's see here. Uh, not afraid to use DBs, uh, like I like I had mentioned, but l- let's see here. Let's see the numbers. I kind of organized this in a poor way, so I'm trying to decipher my own my, my own uh, notes here. Uh, so Jenkins, Janoris Jenkins, had uh, nine punt returns. And Craig Dahl had one kick return in 2012. Jenks also had one later on uh, in 2015. One punt return in 2015. So total, Jenks had 10 of those. 15, Jenks had 10 of them. Let me see the other ones here. We had uh, Cody Davis had uh, one kick return in 2016. True had one punt return in 2017. Matt Longacre... Two kick returns in 2018, and I want to say that those were both uh, onside kicks because they didn't stick out to me. I saw the I saw that stat and I was like, wait a second, when was Matt Longacre <laughs> doing that? So I'm sure that that's what it was. Uh, but 15 total, that's it. Craig Dahl and Cody Davis each had one um, as safeties, and then Jenks and, and then Longacre. That was it. So we'll see how that that kind of uh, goes, but that and I can't even pick out a defensive back that I think would be a good candidate for this right now. I can't even pick one out. I don't know because we have not seen any of these guys on our on our defensive backfield. We have not seen any of these guys return kicks or punts, so we don't really know how they can do. Like I said, it's been a while. None last year in 2019 from a defensive player. And Longacre had the two in 2018, one in 2017, and that was true. Tremaine Johnson. So we don't know. We don't know how any of these guys would do in that spot. But I have some underrated picks here for you guys. Some underrated picks. Aesop Winston, undrafted free agent, and Ernest Edwards IV, an undrafted free agent. Those are two guys that I'm actually really curious to watch in uh, in preseason to see if they happen to maybe make a splash at that position. There's two wide receivers, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, both of these guys had some pretty strong return abilities back in the college days, which was just last year. So, And again, make sure you guys participate at Ram Showcase in that poll. Uh, so that's going to be good stuff. Um, I, I, like I said, I think I'm going Harulahu on the name alone. Um, if he doesn't win, I'm not going to be like sad or um, I'm not going to denounce my Rams fandom or anything. Uh, I feel like that's uh, that's too common of a thing. That is too much of a thing that happens where people are like, I don't like these uniforms. I don't like the Rams. <laughs> it's like, like, well, you sound ridiculous. So... It's like, oh, this logo? Nope, I only buy old logos. All right, man, whatever. Let's do your thing. That's fine. I don't love this either, okay? But it is what it is, and I can't change it. I, Despite me having a podcast, 
I don't have any power. Okay. But also, you guys, you guys could probably do a better podcast than me. The only difference is that I actually do it. I actually sit down and write it up and record it and publish it. You guys, there's people out there listening to this that probably do a better job than me. But I'm the one that just does it. You guys just are watching me. So, if you guys want to want to share your own opinions, start your podcasts. Let's talk about these linebackers. So, outside linebackers, like I said, we're going inside linebackers next week. We're not talking about them this week because. We're trying to stretch it, <laughs> to be completely honest. I had it written out. I was like, you know what? Bump that to next week. We're going to bump that uh, so that we can be sure that we have some sweet content for you guys next week. But we're talking outside linebackers on this beautiful Saturday morning. And we got a battle going. Outside linebacker, we could see a pretty heavy rotation for this. And uh, preseason is going to be huge for this battle. And that alone makes me not want to lose preseason games this year. Because we do have some position battles going on. Uh, the offensive line, I feel pretty confident that I know what the offensive line is going to look like based on the fact that we have brought back just about everybody, if I'm not mistaken, at that spot, which is huge, actually. And especially in this offseason, to have some continuity on the offensive line with your same offensive line coach coming in. Of course, we have a new offensive coordinator, but Cromer's still here. All the offensive linemen, all the starters that we had last year, they're all back. Uh, we add a couple of guys, undrafted free agents, and then Tremaine Ancrum in the draft. But I don't think any of those guys would start anyway, so I'm not super worried about it. But the fact that all these guys are coming back, I think is huge. I think that's huge in this offseason specifically. So, uh, But the linebackers, same thing. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of new faces, and we've lost some names, of course. Uh, but we're talking outside linebackers, so we won't get into the Kaiser and Littleton and, and, and that stuff. But we're going to talk the edge. And this is why I want a, a long preseason. This is the only reason I want a long preseason. I don't even pay attention to the scores. There's some times where the games will end. And if you ask me what the score is, I'm like, oh, crap. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. Because I'm just looking for specific things, you know. I'm, I'm not looking at who's, it, 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 who's scoring touchdowns. I'm looking for, like, who's making an impact, who's helping, who on the offensive line is holding their own, which of these guys on the on the edge are getting home, you know? So I think that, that for that reason, I really want, I don't want to see the preseason cut short. I think it might. I think it's possible. But I'm not a person who makes decisions. I'm just here to wait and uh, see. And uh, if it does or does not happen, I will tell you guys. That's my job. I just relay information. I'm a middleman, really. Pretty fun. Uh, let's see. Some popular picks. What I'm doing here is uh, I'm basically giving you who the Rams fans are talking about and who the Rams fans are excited about. I feel like I have a decent pulse on the Rams fans. A decent. I'm not going to say it's perfect because I also have my own opinions. And so when I see some some people comment stuff, it's like, well, I don't know if that's right. Uh, but I've also got some over overrated picks and some underrated picks, but we're talking about basically all of them. So they're, they're all in a category, basically. So, uh, But we did lose, of course, uh, a couple of guys, Fowler, Matthews, starters last year. So it's going to look different. Uh, some popular picks. Samson Abukam is a very popular pick. He did start for the Rams in the Super Bowl year, 2018, NFC champs. And uh, Obaniah Okoronkwo was another popular pick. Uh, people are really liking his motor. He did come in a little bit last year after really having some injuries and stuff and uh, trying to come back. But looking better, uh, his his motor, real strong. And I'm not saying that I disagree with all these. These are just what the popular picks are. Okoronkwo, very popular pick. Terrell Lewis, rookie, very popular pick right now. Uh, he's being talked about quite a bit, which is it's cool to see. I'm, I'm, I have no issues with that. Uh, Terrell Lewis, awesome player, and I hope he, he uh, I'm hoping that he can develop into a very productive person as a, as a Rams player. And then Leonard Floyd. Leonard Floyd is being talked about uh, as, I mean, as a strong starting pick. Uh, Leonard Floyd, of course, did work with, uh, oh gosh, I'm blanking on names right now. Uh, but back in the uh, Chicago days, why can I not think of our defensive coordinator's name right now that's just that's embarrassing all right i'm moving on uh some overrated picks these are guys that that i'm seeing people kind of talk about and kind of mention 
But I think these guys are cuts, to be completely honest. These, there's two names here that I think are straight up cuts. Already, we're in June and I'm calling these guys cuts. Ja'Kai Polite and Justin Lawler. I liked Lawler coming out, but he came in, didn't have as strong as a motor as I wanted to see. And from what I felt like he had in college, I think he kind of dropped off. And I don't want to say he dropped off, but maybe, maybe he didn't he didn't progress into the NFL because if you're the same player you were in college in the in the NFL you're just going to be worse you're just going to look worse because the NFL is full of better players and then uh, Ja'Kai Polite I think this guy um, I just I'm just not seeing it you know who knows if the change of scenery coming to LA from uh, from the Jets if that can be something that that kind of boosts him a little bit and gets him going but I, I just don't see him beating out anybody that I mentioned before about Abukam, Okoronkwo, Lewis, and Floyd. I don't see him above any of those guys. Uh, and then I, I have two underrated picks as well. And these are two guys that I think in preseason or in training camp could kind of impress some people. And that's Natrez Patrick and Greg Reeves. Greg Reeves, an undrafted free agent. And if you look, um, wasn't didn't have combine numbers, wasn't invited, uh, had a kind of lackluster pro day. But if you watch him on the field, I mean, he real strong tackler, great instincts. So I like Greg Reeves. Uh, it's not always about the numbers of workouts. That's actually one of the, the things I don't look at the most. It's sometimes I'll look up like, oh, what was his 40 time? I'm curious. But it's not. That's not going to be a deciding factor for me. Uh, I, I want to see the tape. I want to see. I want to see the bad games and I want to see the good games. I don't want to just look up a highlight film. I mean, any you can look up anybody's highlight films and they look amazing. So I don't want to do that either, but um, Greg Reeves, I'm liking Greg Reeves. Actually, uh, this is a guy that I think that he's going to be one of those guys that I believe will make make the roster as an undrafted free agent. I had three of them last year. I think Greg Reeves is one of those this year. And Natrez Patrick, I liked Patrick last year. I thought Patrick had a strong motor, very good instincts, plays fast. I like Natrez Patrick. Wouldn't be surprised to see him make the team. Uh, would like to see him a little bit in a rotation. So, uh, so we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, those are your linebackers, and that's what we're. T- that's we got a, we got a battle going on there. That's going to be fun to watch. Actually, uh, I love the position battles going into camp and seeing them unfold in preseason and stuff. I love that stuff. I think it's so much fun to watch. And then not only do we get to watch it kind of unfold, because of course there's going to be articles. There's going to be you know certain people showing up to training camp. Maybe not this year, but uh, the certain people going to training camp and giving updates of like, hey, this guy looks good. And, and people that I trust that do that. Um, I don't just take everybody's word for it. But there's people that kind of understand football a little bit more. I'm out here in Colorado, so I don't go to the training camps. Uh, I've been to Denver's training camps a few times, but uh, last year I was up there and it was kind of like we were seeing. Uh, uh, who was the other quarterback? I don't even remember. But I was like, dude, Drew Locke is blatantly the best quarterback on this team. What are they doing? And then, and then of course, Drew Locke is now going to be their starter. But it was just one of those things, like going back, looking like he's so much better. Like, what? I can't. Why can I not remember? Oh, Flacco. Yeah, even Flacco. He was uh, like watching him do training camp stuff, and it was like uh, he's Drew Locke is better. But there's people that have those opinions uh, that that go to Rams camp. And that I'll listen to, and I'm actually curious to see if it's going to be open to the public. I'm curious to see who the the Rams quarterbacks, how like the backups, how they look, because I also have this this I don't want to say sinking feeling because that's not appropriate <laughs> or correct, but I have this feeling that that Kaepernick is going to be the Rams quarter uh, backup quarterback this year. I don't know if that's true. I just have a feeling. All right, and I'm not here to have political debates with you. Whether you like Kaepernick or hate Kaepernick is completely irrelevant to me. Uh, the The feeling that I have is that Colin Kaepernick will be back up, uh, will back up Jared Goff this year. I don't know if that's true or not. It's just a feeling I have. It's just a weird feeling that's kind of taken over me, <laughs> and now I can't stop thinking about it. Uh, I really just feel like that's what's going to happen, and I think that he's not going to start, and he's not going to get pressure to start, but. I think it's just one of those things that we're going to see. We we might see it. That's all. Whether you like him or not is completely irrelevant to me. I don't care. That's just a feeling that I have. And I'm not saying that I like him or dislike him. If you guys can tell how I feel about it, then, uh, I mean, congrats. But I, I think that I'm doing being pretty, uh, pretty neutral here. I think. I have no idea. I get told, though. I get told. People will always call me out if they think I'm being a little biased on one side or the other. So uh, it's appreciated. 
Uh, also, before I get into the fan quesos, I had this note late in here is uh, that uh, the Rams were the most popular Super Bowl bet last week. That's pretty awesome. That is really cool. And also, what is it? This side, this side here. I didn't realize that over here in the top corner of my YouTube videos, I did the gradient exactly the way that the Rams uh, blue jersey numbers are. So I like to think that that's... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and consider that a Jostradamus win. I'm just, I I didn't even notice it until like last week, but I'm just going to go ahead because I've had that for a while now since definitely before the, the jerseys released because I changed all my stuff, all the color schemes and all that stuff the second that the colors released and the logos released. Uh, but I did that. Uh, I don't even know if I'm actually pointing correctly at it, but uh, I, I did that and I'm going to go ahead and consider that a big Jostradamus win. One of my other big Jostradamus wins was, of course, when about two weeks before uh, the 2012 draft. I just tweet, or I, uh, I posted on Facebook and was like, I have a weird feeling that Todd Gurley is going to be a Ram. And it didn't make any sense because we had Trey Mason and Zach Stacy. It wasn't a need, um, but that's why you don't draft for need. BPA all day. BPA all day. But it's June, so we don't really need draft talk right now. Let's get in to some fan quesos. We got uh, we got only a couple, actually. We didn't get a lot of response. Uh, that's actually my fault. I I kind of posted a little bit late. Uh, so what I do for fan quesos, if you guys are curious, I actually post on my on my personal Facebook page because I, I just have a bunch of Rams fans on my personal Facebook page. So I just post there to drop fan quesos, but you can drop them anywhere to me. And if I remember, which I am today... Uh, then I will actually remember the other places that I've gotten questions. Screenshots this time. Did that. So, uh, But you guys can send a message on, on Twitter, at Sheriff Joe Bags, at Ram Showcase. Facebook, Ram Showcase, Sheriff Joe Bags, my own page, whatever. Um, but I will get better at uh, knowing that I, I got more than one spot for, uh, <laughs> for my fan cases. Uh, so, uh, like I said, only a couple. Actually, you know what? Let's get into the, the ones that I missed last week. Uh, so this one comes from John via the Ram Showcase uh, Facebook page Messenger. So feel free to drop them there. This is a hypothetical question, and it might sound crazy. And you're right, man. It does sound a little bit crazy. As uh, parting ways with Aaron Donald, what would be a reasonable trade value? Honestly, I don't think that the Rams could get necessarily that much considering what a team would have to pay them. So as much as I'm going to say, and you're going to hate my answer of like, this is not going to happen, so why entertain it? But I mean, I will entertain it. That's my, kind of my job, but uh, it's it's not going to happen, obviously. I, this is not a thing, but um, but at the same time, I just, it, that's hard to even say because, I mean, we were all pretty confident that after some extensions to guys such as Brandon Cooks and Todd Gurley, that they would be around for quite some time, and that didn't happen. So... Who knows, really? <laughs> uh, but a reasonable trade, I mean, obviously you're going to want some ones for Aaron Donald because he's a franchise changer. He's made our defense better. He has single-handedly won us some games. He's he's created pressure at times to win the Rams some games. So, I mean, if I take out cap numbers, I would say two ones and a two. Because I'm not... I don't... I don't know who the Rams could get in return for Aaron Donald. Almost anybody, I think. I mean, outside of, like, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, I think that the Rams could be like, hey, we want this guy. We'll give you AD. And I think most teams would be like, deal. <laughs> for just about anybody. You know what I mean? Just about. It depends on the team, I guess, and kind of their, their mindsets. But I, I would say two ones and a two. I don't think that that's too insane. I don't think that's too insane at all. It's I, it's not going to happen, though. It might. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it'll happen. Who knows, though? These next ones come from Jay. I uh, I missed these ones last week because uh, they were commented just, just barely too late. But it's cool, man. We're here this time. We got you. We got you. Uh, let's see. We got four of them here from Jay. Number one, Goff has talent. Undeniable. What he also has is what I call Goff, you jittery blank. Meaning, he forgets his mechanics and gets all jittery when pressured. O-line helps, but can he... What? Oh, but what can he do to take that next step and be our true franchise quarterback? What he can do himself uh, to become that guy is... Is kind of like get the leash a little bit longer from McVay. 
right now, Goff is... Goff has been handheld by McVeigh. I don't think anybody's denying that. I mean, but McVeigh can't complete passes and throw beautiful deep balls for him. So he's been doing a decent amount. What what I think would separate him is if, without hearing McVeigh in his head, uh, to be able to call out different things, to be able to, to call out the, the, the protections and stuff. Because you're absolutely right. When... And it, it feel I've I've said this before, but it feels like Goff's first quarter, or first couple drives. I'll say two drives. You give Goff two drives. His first two drives, I think, dictate how his game goes. If the Rams go three and out on the first drive, I'm like sitting here going, "Great, Goff's gonna throw for 198, a touchdown, and maybe a pick. Like that's it." But if Goff is like, I mean, he's just he's got a different feel to him when he's on and when he's off and it's it's almost blatantly obvious like if you watch the first drive of Jared Goff you can basically tell if he's gonna have a good day, good day or a bad day and that's where he needs to be able he needs to be able to kick that you know what I mean just shrug off that first drive and get in and progress but also be able to call stuff out on his own because uh, we've seen that a lot that he's hearing from McVeigh hey check this out, you know, and that's why the Rams, I mean, it's one of the reasons the Rams are so fast up to the line and stuff like that. They want to see how the defense sets up. Uh, McVay wants to see how the defense lines up and then tell McVay before the 15 second cutoff uh, that, like, hey, check, like this guy, check that, or hey, keep an eye on Cooks or, well, not that anymore, but <laughs> keep an eye on Woods, keep an eye on Cup, you know, stuff like that. Uh, so that's what I think he needs to do to be able to take that next step is be able to handle it on his own do things on his own, make his own decisions. And I'm feeling pretty good. This is the year that I think uh, we'll know for sure this year. If A, McVay is this boy wonder, genius offensive coach, we'll know that this year because we went 9-7 and seven last year and took dips in a lot of categories. Total yards, points scored, uh, turnovers. It was all worse. So we got that. Also, though, on top of seeing McVay, if McVay is really the truth, we're going to see if if Jared Goff is absolutely the guy, which I think he is. I, and I think that I, that's not even my opinion. That's not even something that I'm waiting for. I just think that that's how the, the world feels and how most Rams fans feel. He's been doing fine for years. And his, I mean, he's better than a lot of quarterbacks that the Rams have had. So I'm not mad about it. You know, this... Having Jared Goff have, like, a couple of bad games in a season beats the crap out of having Austin Davis, Sean Hill, uh, Kyle Bowler. That's way back, but uh, Case Keenum. That beats the crap out of those those situations. So so I'll take it either way. Uh, Next question here from Jay. If Sneed were to do Sneed things again this year, who would you like him to trade for and at what cost? That's a. That, I thought about this question a lot, man. I actually don't know. I feel pretty good, uh, and maybe that's just me being, me being me, and being an optimistic fan. I don't necessarily see. I mean, of course, linebacker. That would be a spot that maybe adding a, a sweet vet would be a cool thing to do. But I kind of like these guys, and they're all young, and some of these guys have some uh, some serious talent, and. I'm pretty cool with it, honestly. Uh, and I couldn't even really think of any names of guys that I was like, yeah, I would really, that would be so dope. Um, the only name that kept popping into my head was uh, Christian McCaffrey. I think if the Rams could get their hands on Christian McCaffrey, man, I would feel so good about it. So good. That would be so much fun. Uh, with our wide receivers, our tight ends, adding Christian McCaffrey and his skill set, being able to catch out of the backfield and stuff, I... That would be so much fun. And I guess in that regard, uh, you could throw in uh, Dalvin Cook into that too. Um, but Dalvin Cook, obviously looking for an extension. Christian McCaffrey, obviously, is making a buttload of money. Rams couldn't afford either of them right now. So that's too bad. Third question here from Jay. LA Rams movie is announced. Who plays Goff, Aaron Donald, and Ramsey? So Jared Goff, I mean, obviously, it's got to be a dude from Remember the Titans. Ryan Gosling, who is an absolute liability at cornerback in that game. <laughs> That's one of my favorite jokes, by the way. Like, girls can love Ryan Gosling all they want, but he was an absolute liability at cornerback. <laughs> Remember the Titans. Love that. Uh, obviously, though, Ryan Gosling would play, play Jared Goff. 
Uh, for Aaron Donald, I, I picked The Rock just because he's insanely huge. And that's really it. That was really the only deciding factor in that one. Because I don't know that many... Uh, I don't know that many people that look like Aaron Donald. <laughs> that's a hard uh, hard thing to think about. And Jalen Ramsey, uh, with his personality, I don't think he's necessarily like over the top. Some people do think he's over the top. I don't. Um, but I actually... My brain went to uh, Keenan Michael Key. I think that he would do a really good job playing Jalen Ramsey. I definitely stand by that one. I think that that's a strong pick. I'll be honest with you. I think that's one. That's besides Ryan Gosling being the most obvious one. I think that's the best one. That's the best one. Uh, and last question here from Jay. Apparently, ESPN, along with others, assume the LA Rams are on a downward spiral. Why the hate? It's our division, man. Our division's really tough. I think that the Rams are kind of getting, uh, like, kind of swept under the rug a little bit simply because of the, the division. I mean, obviously, 49ers were just in the Super Bowl. I see them taking a dip. That's just myself. Seahawks, as long as they got Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll, they're at least going to be a decent team. Uh, we've seen them not be amazing. They haven't been amazing in a few years. But they're a strong team. Um, they've got some players, you know. Uh, and then Arizona. Arizona was putting up points last year. They just couldn't stop anybody. It seemed like all their games were pretty high scoring. They just couldn't stop anybody. They draft Isaiah Simmons, somebody that I definitely wanted to help their defense. But is Isaiah Simmons really worth, you know, like stopping a team from getting 33? Now, what are they going to get, 31? So, I mean... People are really high on Arizona, and I know that uh, every team or every year we see like a couple of surprise teams that were like maybe pretty bad the year before, and they jump up and, and do pretty good the ne the next year. I already have my two picked, and that's uh, the Broncos and Jets. Those are my two that I think are going to jump up a lot, and especially the AFC is pretty weak. I mean, you look at Baltimore and Kansas City, and then it's just pretty weak after that. Uh, you can say Tennessee, but. I don't think what Tennessee's doing is uh, sustainable. We'll see. I mean, who am I, <laughs> I guess? But um, I think the Jets and the Broncos are, are two teams that take a big jump. But Arizona, I think, is they, they have potential to be that team, but I think the division's just too tough for them. Rams, 49ers, and Seahawks, they're not going to beat up on those teams. They don't have the, the firepower to do that. They don't have the defense to do it, honestly. So um, why the hate, though, for the Rams? I think it's the division, and, and going back to last year, Jared Goff takes a dip, Todd Gurley disappears, uh, offensive line gets shuffled a lot, uh, so I, I think that's really what it was. As, uh, I think last year just kind of, it just didn't, it didn't seem like uh, the balls were bouncing the Rams away like they were in 2018, which is fine, you know, that stuff happens. Some injuries, more injuries than we've seen in, in a few years. Pretty much since we got back to L.A., Rams have been pretty healthy. Uh, last year, though, kind of took some dips. But like I mentioned last year, I went on a whole offensive line rant. Uh, I think that ultimately... I think that ultimately some injuries helped the Rams' offensive line, to be honest with you. Again, we are in the middle of the fan quesos, which are brought to you by Shaw's Customs. Etsy.com slash shop slash Shaw's Customs or search Shaw's Customs on Facebook. And make sure you guys order. Tell them the sheriff sent you. You won't get a deal. But he'll get a kick out of it. And know that uh, my words are not falling on deaf ears. You can get whatever you want. Rams logos. Uh, Joe Exotic stuff. The Joes took a real hit with Joe Exotic, by the way. Joe Burrow, though, he definitely uh, he helped the Joes this year. Winning the Heisman, number one overall. Big win for the Joes. Kind of a wash with Joe Exotic, though. Maybe I can help out. I don't know. Next question here is from Gary. Okay, off-field circus aside, would Cap be a good fit as the backup quarterback? Yes. Yes, I do think so. I do. I, I think that he would be fine backup quarterback for the Rams. Um, I don't think he would beat out Goff. I don't think, even if Cap was like... If, if Cap came in and didn't suck like he did his in his most recent game... I've, we're forgetting that Cap got benched. Most people. I don't want to say we. 
like is in the world, a lot of people are forgetting that Cap got benched because he wasn't playing that well. Was he distracted? Probably. Will he be distracted this time? Almost certainly. If he was then, I'm sure he will be now. Um, so I don't think he'll be a starter. I think he would do a fine as a backup uh, for the Rams. Uh, I, I'm not super concerned about the Rams' backup quarterback position. I'm curious to see who's going to win it. I, I feel pretty good about uh, Wolford, but we got two undrafted guys that I think could easily slide into that role and steal that from Wolford. Uh, but Cap is a backup to the Rams and, and to Jared Goff. I don't, I don't have any issues with that, actually. Um, whether you like him or not is irrelevant. Um, I, I kind of am getting a feeling that this is what's going to happen. So we'll see. But um, I do think he'd be a good fit. Uh, like I said, though, like I mentioned last week, I went into a whole thing last week about Cap. Uh, he just wasn't that good, his most recent stuff. Like, it has nothing to do with anthems or kneeling or protests or anything like that. He just wasn't that good most recently. And he's also been out of the league for a few years. And Cam Newton is blatantly more talented. Blatantly. His workouts look way better. Kaepernick is making, I don't want to say a circus out of uh, his workouts and stuff, but kind of. I mean, he kind of did that. He's kind of still playing the media game. Can't blame him. I mean, it's not necessarily even his fault. That's just kind of the territory. And with how accessible media is with social media, stuff like that, then, uh, I mean, stuff gets out, stuff spreads fast. Uh, stuff spreads fast, but only like 10% of the information spreads fast, and people base 100% of their opinions based on that 10%. So, it's unfortunate for him, um, but I think he would do great as a backup quarterback. This next question here comes from Peter. So, Jalen Ramsey removes any mention of the Rams off of his Instagram account and no mentions of the Rams on his Twitter. Thoughts? I have no thoughts on this. I don't care. Um, that to me is not something that is important whatsoever. Um, I don't think it says anything. I don't think there's any secret messages. It's June. Um, he's under contract this year. The Rams aren't necessarily the best, uh, at keeping stuff in house and definitely Jalen Ramsey's not the best at keeping stuff in house. So I think that if there were any concerns or any real issues, I think we would have heard about them. And if you guys are hearing stuff, let me know, because I would like to hear. Um, but just him erasing some stuff off of his his uh, Instagram. I mean, his, his header is still his Rams jersey. His his picture is still Rams colors. His, his Jalen Ramsey logo is still Rams colors. I'm not concerned about this at all. I think it's already being overblown and it's barely being talked about. It's uh, something that's just now starting. Uh, so maybe I can catch this before the wave hits, but I'm not worried about it at all. Uh, to me, this doesn't really say anything. I think people are already looking too deep into it. Uh, I don't think you have to say, you don't have to have in your bio, I am the proudest member of the LA Rams organization for me to think that you're in. I, and he's under contract. Like I said, how stuff was handled in Jacksonville with him, we know he's not good at keeping stuff in-house. The Rams have let stuff get out before. Uh, they're clearly not great at controlling what players slash ex-players post on social media with Clay Matthews coming out saying stuff about contract and money, Todd Gurley saying money stuff. We haven't heard anything in a while, so maybe some stuff did change, but... No, I'm not worried at all about this. Not yet, at least. I mean, maybe that'll happen. Maybe I'll get uh, worried about it here in a little bit, but definitely not right now. I'm not concerned about it at all right now. If you are, though, I mean, just relax. It's going to be fine. I really do think it's going to be fine. Uh, I'm not, I, like I said, I am not worried in the least about this right now. He doesn't have to say that. He doesn't have to have it all over the place. Uh, there's some, uh, some Rams rookies that still have all their college stuff up. All their college stuff, they don't mention anything Rams, anything like that. That doesn't bother me. It's whatever. If you're awesome on the field, that's all I care about. And I'm sure Jalen Ramsey's going to be awesome on the field. So, yeah, not worried. And uh, that's all I have about that. Is I'm, I don't have thoughts about it. I'm just, it just, to me, it's just not that big of a deal, I guess. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm 
looking too little into it. Or maybe some people are looking too far into it. Let's think about that. That's going to do it for me. That is all my uh, fan quesos. Only had a couple for you guys. Next week, I'm sure we'll have more because uh, I'm doing this Saturday morning. We're up early on a Saturday. Talking Rams. Saturday in June, talking Rams football. You know. You know how we do it. But that is going to do it for me. Make sure you guys follow the Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That's at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. You can follow me as well at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. Uh, also, uh, we are going to get some more giveaways going here soon. Uh, I tried the uh, the Who Am I thing. Didn't get as a big of a response as I wanted. So we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to do some Easter eggs. Easter egg hunting, and you're going to win some uh, Ram Showcase decals. Some small decals, courtesy of Shaw's Customs. And, uh, yeah, we'll do something, where we'll, but we will be doing some Easter eggs. And basically what that's going to look like, I'll, I'll tell you guys what that's going to look like. We will have some rules that I will follow up with, but uh, basically what's going to look like is I'm going to say stuff, like I do, I'm going to say stuff in Ram Showcase, and then I'm going to ask a question about it the next week. So if you guys are listeners... Loyal listeners, you guys will probably have no problem with it. It's not going to be too difficult. I promise. I promise. And maybe we'll do uh, trivia questions again when the season starts on Facebook Live via the Ram Showcase Facebook page. We didn't do those last year. I don't know why, actually. I could probably... I mean, there's got to be a reason. I don't just stop things for no reason, but I think I was making it too easy for everybody. All right, that's going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. This has been Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio. For those of you that aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you that are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening, and you guys have a great night. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.